Hi, Bev. Hello, Rasa. How are you doing? I'm cooler than a tray of ice cubes. Great. Are you ready to know everything? Plot me in your drink. Okay. Let's do it. I have a theory about blame. Blame? Whose fault is that? Ha! My theory is that nothing is no single person's fault. So, if it's not my fault, and it's not your fault, and it's not anyone else's fault, how do things go wrong? Well, I think it's all of us. If your dishwasher breaks, it's not just your fault for putting in too much detergent. Maybe it was my fault for leaving the plate on the table so long that the dirt got dried on it. Or maybe it was the person who made the food's fault for not making the food tasty enough that I would finish it in the first place. Mmm, the group disaster. Yes, and you might think, Why am I telling you this? It'll just make you more unhappy blaming everyone. But I think that it goes the reverse way, too. When something good happens, it's everyone who made that happen. So if I enter a drawing for a new dishwasher and I win, well, that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't broken the dishwasher in the first place. It wouldn't have happened if you hadn't left the food on the plate. It wouldn't have happened if the food had been a little tastier. And it wouldn't have happened if we had entered the contest a day earlier or a day later because we would have got a different numbered ticket. So our magic, new, brilliant, soap-busting dishwasher is the result of everyone's efforts, accidental or not. Yeah, and it's not always an accident either. If I'm an athlete and I win a race, it's because of not just me, but my coach and my parents and even the factory that made the cereal I ate this morning. Group blame and group credit. I like this. It reminds me of the expression, a sorrow shared is a sorrow halved. And I think there's another side to that, like a happy thing shared is a happiness doubled. Good or bad. We need to realize we're in it together. So tonight, after dinner, are you going to do the dishes? Well, you know, Dad, using this philosophy, we're in it together. Why don't we share? Are you ready for today's poem? Please, what is it? It's called The Tiger. By William Blake. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night. What immortal hand or eye could tame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could 
Wist the sinews of thy heart, and when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer? What the chain? In what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil? What dread grasp? Dare its deadly terrors clasp, and when the stars threw down their spears and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night. What immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry? In the workshop, building tigers. Wow. May I read this powerful poem? Indeed you may. The Tiger by William Blake. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain, in what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread grasp, dare its deadly terrors clasp? When the stars threw down their spears and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night. What immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry? Hammer, hammer, pound, pound, made a tiger. Hope you like it. Happy birthday. Ha, this is such an interesting poem because it's about a tiger and how scary a tiger is, but really it's about who's making the tiger. What is the workshop like? It's the workshop of what kind of person? It's not a candle maker. It's not a woodworker. It's a tiger maker. Yeah. And I'd say it's a blacksmith. It's talking about using fire and hammers, and an anvil. You can imagine the sparks flying as the tiger is being formed up in the heavens and shooting down with the stars. Why do you think it's a blacksmith making a tiger and not another kind of construction worker of some kind or another, another kind of artisan? Well, I think it's easy to imagine a tiger being made of steel, cool, cold, and indestructible. And sharp too, right? Yeah, definitely. 
Now, a lamb, not so much. That seems more like something you would sew or knit or have to stuff. It's a lot softer creature. Yeah, a lamb seems like your pillow and a lion seems like it would eat your bed. Hmm. Blake does something really interesting in this poem. He gets to a perfect, powerful, rhyming ending. Did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? And he could have ended there, but he added four more lines. And they're in fact the same four lines that started the poem. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night. What a mortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry. So again, it's actually talking to the tiger, this whole poem. It's talking to the tiger, but it's about who made you? Where do you come from? How did this happen? Why do you think he repeats that opening question instead of sticking with his pretty powerful ending with the lamb? Well, I think repeating it gives it a nice closing sense of finality. It's not about the lamb or the, the tiger. It's about this mysterious maker. Him or he. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? Yes, we've got a vexing question from Ella and Dev. They live in Missoula, and their vexing question is, why does tickling make you laugh? And why doesn't it work? When you try to tickle yourself. Ooh, this is a great question. I'm curious about this myself. I'll scratch the top of my head and the bottoms of your feet and get back to you and Ellen Dev soon. I'm back and what? Answer to Ella and Dev's vexing question. We laugh when tickled because the same part of our brain that tells us to laugh when you get a light touch is also the part of the brain that tells you to expect pain. And research shows that laughing is probably a defense mechanism to show giving in to the person making the pain happen. Kind of like saying, okay, you're better than me. Stop punching me. Here's the TV remote. <laughs> However, when you try to tickle yourself, it doesn't work because your brain knows there's no threat. Wow. I had no idea a war was raging underneath the laughter. Yeah, but in this war, losing can be a lot of fun. Know Everything was produced by me, Rossa Smith, and him, Jeremy Smith. And the amazing music was by Furniture. Join us on Patreon, shop our store, submit your own vexing questions, and listen to more than 100 previous episodes at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.